You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place because it's time to win with dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Hello, hello, you are listening to Win With Dogs here on Pet Life Radio, where quality dialogue about our pets is the focus. I'm your host, Raquel Wynn, and boy, am I excited about today's show. This episode features a topic we will be discussing often, nutrition and how to feed Fido right. You know, the options are so numerous and the opinions are so varied when it comes to canine nutrition that I thought it best we just kind of jump on in, see what's out there, and start processing the information. On today's show, we will be joined by Carla Haas, owner of Rudy Green's Natural Food for Your Pup. After a life of extensive travel with homes in Florida, New York, and Europe, and jobs ranging from model to artist to corporate management, Carla now calls Louisville, Kentucky home, and Rudy Green's her passion. I was fortunate to have met Carla over a year ago at a doggy event in Nashville, and i got to tell you, I love what she is doing. She's offering home-cooked, nutritionally balanced food options for our canine companions. And we will be discussing her wonderful products right after a word from our sponsors. So don't go away. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagatonic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. With your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win With Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. 
Okay, we're back on Pet Life Radio. I'm Raquel Wynn, and you're tuned into my show, Win with Dogs. On today's show, we are discussing nutrition and checking out the options when it comes to feeding your dog. We're joined today by founder and head chef of Rudy Green's, Carla Haas. Before we get chatting with Carla, I want to remind you that health is a choice, and we need knowledge to make the best choices. It's up to us as pet parents to get the facts, form our opinions, and feed our pets accordingly. You know, the world of canine nutrition has been a hot topic lately because of all the pet food recalls the past couple of years. Dogs have died, pet parents have been stunned, and pet food companies shamed as a result of the scandal. Um, Ingredients in our pet food are vital to your dog's health. And often, unfortunately, trusting a pet food company to provide you with the best possible nutrition for your pet is foolish. Have you read the ingredients on most foods, even the ones in your vet's office? Usually not so good. Well, today we have with us Carla Haas, founder of Rudy Greens, and she is offering a great option for our dogs. Rudy Greens is full of quality ingredients and it's something you can rely on and receive when you go with Rudy Green's Pet Treats and Meal Enhancers. These fresh home-cooked meals made just for your pup come right to your door and will keep your pup smiling for sure. Welcome to the show, Carla. Thank you so much for being here. Raquel, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, Nashville is a town full of dog lovers. And I think what you're doing is great, Um, providing this information and a resource for all things canine, I think is something that everybody will benefit from. Well, thanks, Carla. You know, I'm a huge fan of getting involved and changing the scenario if things just aren't right. And in pet food world, that's kind of what's going on. And this is exactly what you're doing. You're getting hands-on and providing a safe quality feed option for pup parents with Rudy Green. So I thank you. And now, I know you're a longtime animal rescue worker, but how did this concept of cooking for dogs come about? It's actually kind of a funny story. I uh, was on the board of directors for the Humane Society in Collier County in Naples, Florida, and worked closely with uh, the Metro Animal Services there in, in that town at the time. And this was, gosh, the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, a, a stray chocolate lab shows up at my door, as hundreds of others had, um, with the collar and tags. I, I called Animal Control, and I said, um, here's the dog here. Here's his, his tag number. And rather than them coming out and picking him up, they knew me well enough to know I'd be responsible and get him back to his owners. And they said, well, that's Rudy Green, and he belongs to Janet and Tom Green, and here's their phone number and address. Well, it turned out, because of circumstances, that Janet and Tom really didn't want Rudy Green anymore. And I thought, you know, I found hundreds for, I found homes for hundreds of, of, of mutts and, and dogs that, you know, weren't nearly as attractive as Rudy. Um, right. For surely I could find him a home. So after we got Rudy fattened up a little bit and cleaned up, I began the process of trying to find him a home. And this little angel that behaved so beautifully at my house would present himself to potential parents by lifting his leg on their furniture or growling at their kids <laughs> or chasing their cat or something uh, and, and ended up, uh, I had Rudy for... He didn't want to go anywhere. No, he wanted to stay with the <laughs> mama. So I had him for 13 years. Well, Rudy was 14 a couple years ago and, and had and developed, after a long history of digestive problems, uh, developed an ulcer from trying to find an arthritis medication that would work. 
Um, and this bleeding ulcer caused such bad anemia that that he was very close to death. And the vet told me um, there is not enough nutrition in canned food to make him healthy. He cannot digest dry food anymore. You have to cook for him. So I wow, that's Rudy. great to have your mm-hmm. a vet that suggests that. So that's fabulous. You look at it, you know, if you if you like you said, Raquel, if you read the ingredients, first of all, if you can decipher what those ingredients mean, which maybe we can touch on a little bit later. Yeah, um, we will. If you can, if you can read those those labels intelligently, you'll realize that yeah, there there probably isn't the nutrition in that that there is in the foods like you and I eat. So. Uh, I began cooking for Rudy, uh, topping my other dog's dry food with some of these home-prepared meals, and I saw um, such vitality, and Rudy came back to health so quickly, it was it was just like a light bulb went off, and I started looking into um, something that, that other people are, are looking into now more closely, and what, what nutri- nutrients are in food. Yeah, that's, um, that's really great. I, for one, cook for my dogs, um, and I do what you suggest, which is sometimes they eat purely home-cooked, and other times I put it as a supplement to their kibble, and I'm totally with you in agreeance that my dog's health, they're both rescues, has just, it's been amazing. They're like it puppyhood really now, you know. It makes, it makes a huge difference. <laughs> it and, does. You know, you look at um, most respected veterinarians and um, animal nutritionists will say, supplement your dog's dry food with home-cooked meals. I don't think there's a whole lot of them that go so far as to say, you know, cook, cook just this um, or just feed raw or really go out yeah. on the limb and, and, pr- and promote one diet. But I mm-hmm. think there is pretty much a, a consensus among, um, among a lot of veterinarians and almost all nutritionists that real food um, does provide nutrients that are not found in kibble yeah. or canned food. I totally agree. And, you know, just like to touch on that subject a little bit more in depth, when you're talking about reading the ingredients um, and what some of the ingredients are, it's things like byproducts and meals and lots of sugars and um, just stuff that you really you don't want in your in your pet's food. Can you tell me a little bit about what is the difference with Rudy Greens and kind of what you saw in the in the commercial pet food that was alarming to you and what is not included in your Rudy Greens foods? I'd be happy to. What what I make, Rudy Green's Doggy Cuisine, is actually people food for dogs. Mm-hmm. It is just basically bland human stews that are made in formulations that are veterinary approved and nutritionist recommended um, and formulated to to put back some of the missing ingredients in dry or canned food. Those being primarily things like amino acids and essential oils that are that are not included in dry food or canned because they're cooked at such a high heat um, mm-hmm. that, that most of those things are destroyed. But, so what I make is a frozen, all-natural, 100% human-quality people food for dogs, and it comes in... It comes frozen in resealable 12-ounce containers that can be microwaved um, if you want to take a chill off or, or if you forget to thaw it out. Obviously, it's better not to overcook the food. Um, and it, it can be served warm or cold. You can mix it with dry food or you can serve it alone. Um, ideally, it, it's, a, it's a great supplement for dry food in a healthy animal. In a sick right. animal... 
um, that ha- in a senior dog that has difficulty e- di- eating dry foods or, or in a dog with digestive disturbances that require special diets, it's, it's a perfect meal. If you just want to show your dog you're cooking for him, you, you know how dogs want to eat what you're eating. So, oh, of course, you know, and I, yeah, that totally is another thing. It helps with our little bond. They, they love being exactly, pampered over. <laughs> exactly. And they, you know, they, they love their food so much. Um, and it really is, it, dinner time is such a, such a wonderful event at our house. That's um, great. You know, I've had customers send me video of dinner time or breakfast time at their house showing me. Um, and, and it's on my website, actually. A couple of dogs would just go crazy. Your website, rudygreens.com, is great. And I assume that that's your chocolate Rudy Greens that you're <laughs> that discussing. That is the Rudy Greens. <laughs> that, is, that is the Rudy Green. Unfortunately, I lost Rudy. He was, he was just over 15 when I lost him. Um, I basically bought him a year cooking for him. Yeah, you um, learned so much, though, and, I'm sure. And I learned so much, and, and he, is, he is out there looking out for me now. So, so like I said, this is, this is people food. Um, and, and if you look at my label, uh, on, if you look at the, the ingredients in Rudy Greens, you can pronounce everything, and you know what it is. Now, when you're looking at ingredient labeling um, in, in pet food from a bag or a can, again, they're listed in descending order of weight. Um, and there's a nutritional analysis on there that tells you, you know, the protein and um, the fats, the fiber, and all of that, just like there is on Rudy Greens. But what you'll see are some th- terms that, that you might not understand, and one of them is is a byproduct. Now, oh, yeah. um, let's, uh, let's definitely <laughs> talk about byproducts. Okay. And okay. this so, is something, listeners, that you do not want to see in your dog's pet food. Let's just start with that statement. <laughs> so, um, so meat, we know what real meat is. Re- real meat, um, and, and that's what you want to look for, is meat as the first ingredient. It exactly. refers to muscle, whether it's part of um, you know, a mammal or, or poultry or fish. And, and although it could be accompanied by fat or skin, it, it comes directly from the slaughterhouse and it's been processed but not rendered. So that's what real meat is, and that's what you want to look for. Um, what you, what, one of the things you don't really want to look for is meat byproducts. Um, right. And meat byproduct is non-rendered, supposed to be non-rendered clean parts of slaughtered an- mammals that aren't meat. Um, so it's, it's things like lungs, kidneys, brains, spleens, uh, intestines, and blood and livers. And, and the problem with that is that that organs are likely their repositories for for a variety of disease tissues and contaminants. I mean, it's you know it can be um, contain things that that a sick animal harbored in its system that you don't want in your dog's food. Completely, um, in fact, that like you're saying, organs oftentimes are the filter system of the body. So it's kind of like eating the air filter of your home and that's where all of the <laughs> gunk is and you don't you don't want to eat the exactly. sponge. You don't want to eat that. You don't want to eat that. And something that is not talked about and not very well known is that a lot of meat byproduct in commercial pet foods comes from zoo animals and unfortunately euthanized yeah. pets and horses. Um, and when you say euthanize pets, uh, I, yeah, I dogs want to tell people, yes, dogs that includes and dogs and cats. And now, yeah. for those of you, you know, we're not big conspiracy theorists over here, and it's actually a fact that in many commercial dog foods, you do have euthanized cats and dogs to up that protein content. Which, by law, I think it's only five percent. The five percent is allowed to be that, but you know, it's a, it's still you're you're feeding your dog phenobarbital. 
if this is happening. Right. Um, well, you know, 5%, I mean, that's 5%, 5% too much, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. And, and yeah. you know, in, in one sense, Raquel, I, I mean, I, I'm enough of an environmentalist to go, okay, well, at least they're, they're, their bodies are going to a purpose. They're not getting put in a landfill. They're going right. to serve a purpose to, to continue life. But, but if they've been euthanized um, or if they've been sick and died of a disease, that's not good. You don't want that back in the food well, chain. No, and plus, you know, mad cow disease is exactly. started from cows eating cows. So you don't really, we don't know the impact physiologically right. on a body having to process exactly. that. So exactly. that's that's not good at yeah, all. So so that's that's pretty much that, that's encompassed under that term meat byproduct. Right. Um, there's another term called meat meal, and you'll see these saying chicken meal or beef meal or lamb meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, meat mm-hmm. meal, um, it, it, like a byproduct, it, it's an iffy proposition. It, it's product from tissues like um, like blood, hoofs, right. hide, Beaks. hair, and even manure. <laughs> um, right. It, it means that it, it, the term meal means that these materials are not used fresh and they, they've been rendered all smushed together. So that's something else you don't want to look at. Um, yeah. There's other protein sources that that you have to take seriously when you're buying a commercial food that, that they very well, according to AFCO, which is the regulatory um, agency over pet food, supposedly, um, mm-hmm. they might be part <laughs> of... This, this supposedly. Be, <laughs> Operative this, word, supposedly. Yeah, this could be... <laughs> Um, there could be hair. There could be dehydrated food waste, which is like food garbage picked up from restaurants. There could be dried swine waste. There could be yeah. stomach contents of slaughtered cows. There's all these other things. And then there's vegetable proteins that are like empty calories thrown in. Um, there's glutens to make things into the shapes you want. There's a lot of things. That, that are not that, that food. That is the majority. Yeah, you just don't want them. I mean, it's just not real food. So one thing you're saying is dog owners should really be looking for ingredients that are real meat, real vegetables, and grain ingredients. Is right. that is that exactly. right? Exactly. Recognizable, okay. yes, recognizable high-quality ingredients. And as you look at this really lengthy list on pet food, you will see additives um, that, are, that, that make a, a food complete and balanced. And in order for a pet food to be called a complete and balanced meal, they have to meet the nutritional requirements that were assigned um, years ago for all breeds of dogs for all stages of life, which okay. if you stop and think about that statement alone, um, now you know and I know that a chihuahua needs a completely different uh, requirement of, of nutrients than a husky would. I mean, exactly. it just makes perfect sense, um, you know, that, that to say that all breeds can require the same nutrients. But if you're going to get into really finding what's, um, what's best for your breed, you're, you're taking on a big task. Um, there, there are a couple of resources that are great to help you with that. One of them is um, a gentleman named William Cusick, who's, who's a genius and is really yeah, well Yeah, he has a great website. It's a great website, and you can, you can scroll through his website and actually find your breed of dog and find what um, you know what what things are, are just a rough outline of what's best for them, which is worth well, doing. Yeah, it is. Well, Carla, you are giving us some really great information today on pet dog nutrition specifically. Um, and when we come back after taking a break, 
let's talk a little bit more about food regulations and the lack thereof and uh, what we can do to offer our dogs the right foods to eat. But first, we need to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Carla Haas, owner and founder of Rudy Greens, right here on Win With Dogs. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win With Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Thank you again for being with us today. You're listening to Win With Dogs on Pet Life Radio, where quality pet dialogue is key. And I'm Raquel Wynn, talking with Carla Haas of Rudy Greens. And just before the break, uh, we were discussing the ingredients in pet foods and um, what we want to see and what we don't want to see and it makes me think you know why is the um, federation that is supposed to be regulating this why are they not doing a better job and they're called AFCO Um, do you have any ideas on what's going on with them Carla and kind of what they do and what they don't do well, uh, yes, and, and AFCO's not completely to blame. Um, what, what you have with pet food, is, is the competition is steep, you know, for, for business from pet owners. And every big pet food company has looked for bigger markets and greater margins, just like any business would. But unfortunately, right. unlike, unlike our food industry in general, the oversight for the food we feed our pets, just it, it's weak. And mm-hmm. the, we found that out with the pet food recalls. Right. Um, that scare was a, a heck of a wake-up call to everybody. Um, so, so there's watchdogs when it comes to pet food, but it's not, uh, it's not the kind of watchdog you want guarding, guarding anything that's precious to you. So, right, and there are there's some websites that you can turn to for um, pet recall, pet food recalls. And I know that uh, the ASPCA website has it. So does the WDQZIC website. And, and the, the FDA, FDA. yeah. yeah. So, now, so and that, that's the organization that really is ultimately responsible in overseeing the industry. Um, mm-hmm. the, the FDA, there's three of them. The FDA, the Center for Veterinary Medicine, which is the CVM, mm-hmm. and AFCO, which stands for the Association of American Feed Control Officials. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what, the one thing that is missing is something you and I all look for, and we know what the USDA does. The Department of Agriculture um, looks at our food... They inspect our beef and our chicken that, right. that we eat, um, but they are not involved in pet food. Inside our borders, we, we really only have the FDA. And if you think about it, the FDA, they really don't have pet food at the center of their radar. I mean, really, yeah. 
They um, they've got they, their own issues with they've human got food. Some big issues, yes. <laughs> um, they, I mean, they regulate drugs and medical instruments and blood products and personal devices and appliances and I mean, you yeah. know, they, so it, got, it really is up to us to kind of take the lead. Yes, yeah, and, and they they absolutely they farm it out to to the Center for Veterinary Medicine um, to take care of it, but the Center for Veterinary Medicine kind of farms it out to AFCO, and AFCO yeah. is really only responsible for the regulation of pet food labeling. Okay. Um, and, and if you look who AFCO is, it's really not much more than, than a trade organization. Their membership um, has representatives from large, large pet food manufacturers, so it's kind of like the fox want, you know, watching the, the chicken yeah. soup. They're, they have know, a huge job ahead. Labeling, you know. yes, and it's labeling. Exactly. So you're saying with Rudy Greens, you know, we, we get the we benefits of all the great nutrition of home-cooked meal. We right. don't have to worry about any sugars, any preservatives, Nothing. any... No byproducts, uh, no, no additives, products, no, no meals, which right. is great. So uh, as you were saying, it's considered a treat just because it hasn't met certain breed standards. Exactly. I yeah, can, it there, truly is. A dilemma. It truly is a meal, honestly. It really is, but I can't call I it agree. that because, no, I know you can't. because it, it does not have those added um, vitamins and minerals, which unfortunately often come in powdered form from China um, and you can't trust. So I just mm-hmm. I went the path of an all-natural, um, preservative-free product. So, um, which is it, great. it's up to you which to decide whether you want to supplement your dog's food with, with dog's diet with, you know, with a, a, sup, a vitamin and mineral. Well, let, let me ask you this. If we're telling listeners, you know, who, let's say our listeners really want to be feeding their dogs the best thing, what would you say would be the process? Let's say they bought some of your Rudy Greens. Do they just give them the Rudy Greens daily or can you put that on the kibble? And if so, what kinds of foods do you recommend grouping it with? What kinds of I, dog foods? You know, I'm, you're not going to get me to recommend a dry dog food, but it, it, I mean, obviously, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so go, you know, I would tell people just buy the best food you can afford. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and obviously, and there's, there's some foods that there'll, there'll be bags on the shelves in pet food stores and groceries right next to one another. And one will be more expensive than the other yet, yet the less expensive has meat as the first ingredient. So, so buy the best thing you can, but, but by all means, read the labels. Yeah. Um, exactly. and, and you want to look out for the things that we've just talked about. You know, at least keep them to a minimal, to way down on the list because they all, ingredients are in the descending order of weight. Um, right. So I, I suggest using my my product, which you as have an four. You have four diff, different, <laughs> you know, flavors, and then a special one that we'll talk about in a minute. But what? I mean, they sound great. Beefy rice, which is lean cuts of prime beef with brown rice, peas, and carrots. I mean, geez, sign me up. I want it. Vegemite (laughs) (laughs) with lentils, barley, spinach, potatoes, corn, peas, carrots. You've got pork, pasta, and potato entree. You have chicken and veggies. I mean, it's fabulous. I love all of them. What? you're so welcome. What what's going on with the uh, the special holiday flavor you've got going on? Tell me a little oh, bit about holiday is, buffet. <laughs> the buffet <laughs> is is a real holiday meal made for dogs, and what it is is a healthy version of everything that 
you and I have on our Thanksgiving or Christmas table all smushed together and made for dogs with the stuff that's not good for them left out. So it's what well, what the holiday buffet consists of ground turkey with sweet potatoes, some bread cubes with celery, sage and rosemary for the stuffing. Um some green beans, which, you know, like your green bean casserole you have, um, yes. pumpkin, and cranberries. So they and can completely be involved. Have, yes, so they can, they have can be. Yes, they can participate <laughs> in our holiday exactly. holiday feasting. Exactly. You know, because, and people ask me a lot of times, Raquel, well, what's the difference between me, you know, me just feeding them the stuff on, on our table? I mean, what I've heard that, that people food's bad for dogs. Well, Human table scraps a lot of times aren't good for dogs because, frankly, what we eat a lot of times isn't good for us. But, yeah, but our food exactly. is often, yeah, our food's often um, salted and seasoned with things that aren't good for them that can, you know, can cause digestive disturbances. And if you know, if you've ever thrown your dog bacon, you can, you know, that the dire consequences of that can knock yeah. you out of the room later in the day. Um, exactly. There are things that, you know, like onions aren't good for dogs, soy products aren't good for dogs, citrus. There's so many things that are in our foods that, that aren't great for them. Um, that but, you really, yeah, need to watch for. Right. And it's basically seasonings and, and the, the pres- preservatives of the way we cook it. Because, you know, dog, dogs did not uh, eat eat kibble or or, you know, people food as they evolved. I mean, they basically, um, you know, were, were eating... Uh, the, the leftovers, the scraps that we didn't eat, the, you know, the, like, you think about what a golden retriever and a Labrador retriever, where, where they came from, what they were bred to do. And these yeah. are dogs that, you know, were fed the duck scraps, um, and the, you know, the, the fish skins and things like that with a whole lot of oils in it. And then you look, you look now at, at a lot of labs and you'll see dandruff. Well, there's, there's not enough oils in their, their dry food. Yeah, that's interesting that you bring that. that. You bring that up about the hereditary progression of the dog's food, and I, I talk a lot to people about this, the fact that the dog, even their ancestor, the wolf, was considered an optimistic omnivore, not necessarily a carnivore, <laughs> like a cat. Right. A, a exactly. cat is, has to eat meat, has to have a lot more protein right. Right. than a dog. So, you know, I know some people are like, cook cook for my dogs. I mean, I barely cook for myself. You <laughs> and know, that's which, why I make a TV dinner exactly, for dogs. Right, which is <laughs> where you go. come in. <laughs> so how much, how much um, like, preparation goes into, you You don't have to cook this all yourself, I'm assuming. Or no, do you no, spend no, I have, I do have, I have, um, I'm affiliated with, with a uh, food and beverage incubator, which is an FDA preparation facility, um, a complete, it's a human kitchen that um, helps prepare this, package it, um, and then it's, it's um, delivered straight to the stores in Louisville and Nashville and currently in, in the Nashville area. Um, you can buy this at, at three area Kroger stores, the uh, Brentwood, Green Hills, and the one on Nolensville and Old Hickory. Um, you can buy this at Happy Retails in Maryland Farms, and you mm-hmm. can get it at this really fabulous store called Lucky Pup, <laughs> which yeah. is in Ed Shell Village, which is a, which a new I store. Love she that just store. picked it up. Oh, it's great. I it's love great. That and store. She is so helpful, too. The, the, the proprietress is just amazing um, how, how she'll go out of your way to, to really help you um, understand the products that she carries, which is great. So great. if. 
if you're not in the South, which many of our listeners are not, or in Tennessee, can you also get it? You can get it right online at your store. Absolutely. At, uh, your website. You can get it I online mean. from RudyGreens.com. Um, if you are out of a like a, an eight-hour radius um, of, of this area, Amazon.com is a great place to order it. So if you want to send it to somebody as a gift or across the country, that Amazon is the way to go. Um, but it, it, it's a product that is regionally delivered at this point. If you know of other stores that um, you think it should be in, I'd love to hear from you. Any suggestions, I'd love to hear from your listeners. Raquel, I can be reached Carla with a K at RudyGreens.com. Um, and I'm, I'm open to all kinds of suggestions and feedback, comments, anything anybody has to say. And send her your videos, too, send me of dogs eating. Pictures. I love the videos pictures. of the dogs going crazy. Pictures. It's great. Yes, yes. And uh, just just as an aside, because this, um, you know, my, my passion for animals um, has preceded my interest in, in nutrition, uh, this this company is designed with a, a twofold mission, and obviously one is to raise the raise the bar for pet food standards um, mm-hmm. by creating an awareness of of ingredients and and uh, and the difference that real food can make. But primarily, what gets me out of bed in the morning is is that I am donating five um, percent of all of my sales to a shelter in every market. Uh, to, to help spay and neuter and, and pet overpopulation and also to help find homes for adoptable animals. And um, in, in your area last year, the donation went to Happy Tales Humane. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, That's a great place. It's, and it, yes, that is a great organization. And, um, and obviously every year that I grow, it will be more and more money. Yeah, um, exactly. So. Well, Carla, thank you so much for talking with us today and also for donating back to the pet community and she is donating Carla's donating to two things that are really close to my heart and that is spay and neutering and pet rescue and adoption um, I think those are two areas of the animal kind of world that we really need to be pumping money into for sure getting, getting that education out there and your foods are great um, thank you you're so welcome dogs love it they do love it. Dogs love it. So if anyone wants to buy this for their pooch, which I strongly recommend, please go to RudyGreens.com or to Amazon.com and order up some fine food for Fido. Um, and also, I want you to remind you that by keeping our dogs clean with what they eat, you can actually stave off many, many issues of longevity that occur, what I call dirty dog syndrome, which I talked about in my first podcast. Another tip just I want to leave you with is to increase your dog's feeding frequency. If you're trying to get your pup to lose some weight, you might try the route of three or four mini meals a day just to boost that metabolism. And Rudy Greens, I tell you, is calorie light food. It is it's calorie light. It's great for keeping your dogs lean, keeping the muscle mass on them, which we all know is vital to healthy longevity. And so, Carla, I thank you so much for giving us so much information on pet nutrition. I definitely am going to have to have you back because I think we just 
we just touch the surface that's of right. puppy nutrition. <laughs> but that's how I think that's the best way to get it across, and people can't. It, nobody can absorb a whole lot at one time. Oh no! So thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And thank you for doing what everything you do to help dog kind. Raquel, you're a wonderful person. Thank you, Carla. We are here on Pet Life Radio, talking pets. We are talking all kinds of goodness about pets. Today we have been listening to Carla Haas and she has a great company called Rudy Greens where you can just get fabulous food for your dogs. I am Raquel Wynn. My show is Win With Dogs and I want to thank you once again for joining us and I say go win with dogs. Exercise, nutrition, interaction and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week Right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Win with Dogs.